Hello, and welcome to Toonami Therapy, today on July 28th of 2022. I am Michael. I'm Tommy. And we're here to be talking about anime that we have been watching, including some things that are on Toonami. <laughs> as well as some things that is not actually anime, because Primal doesn't count as such. <laughs> so, uh... I guess we'll just jump into it and give any important announcements as uh, are relevant. So, we've got the premiere of Season 2 of Primal. Um, and uh, since we only watched it before it, uh, you know, just before they aired the first season in reruns in preparation for this, it means that we don't have to do what uh, other people did and wait, uh, let me see the time, about... Um, uh, about uh, one and three quarter years. So, <laughs> so we'll just go through them um, quickly enough. So the first episode is our uh, heroes want to go and get uh, Mira back, but uh, they aren't so great with um, thinking plans out. So they just figure, well, we'll just make a raft, and uh, I guess the rest <laughs> will take care of itself, right? <laughs> so you know they try to go. Um, out in uh, the raft um, to try to find her, you know, even though they didn't bring any sort of like fishing poles or anything to get food and they have no idea which way they're going and uh, they, they're just kind of hoping. But and, uh, they come across some, you know, uh, giant fish or sharks that cause problems for them. They ultimately manage to overcome them and get washed up but separated um, in, uh, on a... Uh, on land someplace. Uh, that's our first episode. Mm -hmm. The, uh, do you want to discuss them one at a time or both at once? Just both at once. Probably. Okay. Second episode is they got separated. So spear ends up finding a bunch of humans who, uh, are, I think supposed to be like, like, uh, ancient Celts and they speak, um, uh, what the internet tells me is Irish or Gaelic. Um, as can be called. Uh, Fang ends up uh, meeting this other Tyrannosaur, and they kind of spend some time together and bond. Uh, Spear, meanwhile, you know, gets along with the people he finds. Well, after, you know, initially getting into a fight because he's Spear. Uh, and then they, uh, like, you know, uh, everything's great. Except then, uh, the except Fang's dinosaur friend decides to attack the uh, the human village, which causes, of course, Spear to get angry at um, him. Fang does try to prevent them from fighting, but ultimately um, fails. Uh, there's a big fight between Spear and the others, and the Tyrannosaurus, who uh, Fang ultimately, after being knocked down and absent for a bunch of the fight, does end up fighting against it by kicking it, and accidentally in the process ends up killing it and feels sad, and uh, then... Uh, Fang and Spear just leave, and it, I don't know if this is one of those things where it'll have some kind of lasting consequences on their relationship, or if it'll just uh, be forgotten by the next episode. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, um, man, I feel like I had a lot of a bunch of comments to make. I thought these were so much better than than the first season. I thought. <laughs> I don't know if you liked it more um, as well, but... Uh, uh, I I had a hard time getting into it in the first place. It's just not for me. It's it's without any dialogue. I really don't... 
um, except for, you know, whatever they were speaking there, which I, I Googled the exact words that they said in order and put them in quotes and couldn't find a single result for them. So they must be speaking phrases that have never been spoken before in that language. I, but, um, I found the information. I went to like the the Reddit uh, for um, the Primal series, and I looked at the episode description, the discussion thread, and like there, you'll see a bunch of people saying, "Oh yeah, this was Irish." Here's some translations of what they said. Mm. Um, because uh, I guess some people have been apparently learning Irish has become more popular because some people are doing it on Duolingo. Mm. It's uh. Me, I didn't even know that was a language until I think about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there. I I thought I just thought this was. I admit I'm still not. I, look, I'm not a, like a big fan of this series, but this was just. These were just so much more interesting than the first season because there's like a plot. There's a goal. These episodes lead into e- each other and will continue with like things there are people and they talk sure maybe it's a language i have no idea and for all i know they could be singing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious but there's still that aspect to it mm-hmm. and that's just more it, it, it makes it more interesting to me it, it, i i'm i'm again not huge on it but Primal is now a series that I'm actually thinking, you know, I'm interested in what happens next episode rather than, well, I guess here's an hour, um, here's a half hour to, I don't know, pull up a, a game and play while I wait through it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess the other thing that seemed a little weird to me was the fact Spear was so completely insistent on attacking the Tyrannosaur, the other, um, one when Fang was trying to make them not attack, and I and which seemed a little weird because you'd think he would have at least listened a little more to Fang, but um, I kind of I saw some people speculating, oh, maybe he was getting flashbacks to how his family was killed by Tyrannosaurus, and that's why what made him so angry. And thinking, well, that's reasonable. I just wish we had seen a flashback or something briefly to show that was what was going on in, in his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly if, uh, if Spirit at least tried to leave it to Fang, maybe Fang could have gotten the other one to leave and there would have ultimately been a lot less destruction. Yep. All right. There we go with Primal. Um, and we got Loop on the Third, Part 6, Episode 13. So, um, they've, uh, Loop on and Co. have decided that, you know, they're going to go to this uh, auction thing to try to um, steal uh, something because, let's see, what was it? Yeah, there's a jewel that his grandfather had and his, you know, the original Lupin. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it was stolen by someone and he wants to uh, steal it back. Mm-hmm. So he ends up, um, let's see. So they end up going through all that uh, stuff. But some other guys, uh, some other uh, people going to try to steal um, it themselves and manage to uh, get out. Um, and he, and Lupin says that, um, 
I can't remember if he says it to people, uh, is, could, is the person who, like, stole from his grandfather, I think, the jewel originally, or something. Well, the important thing, I can't remember if it's one of the women who was there, or if it's just a leader, but he says, oh, and she, the person I'm talking about, she was the only one who was able to steal from my grandfather, and she's my mother. And they're like, <laughs> okay, that was a kind of big, sudden thing to drop on us. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was, well, I, I thought it was more interesting than a bunch of the previous ones. It was kind of just standard loop on fair. It wasn't anything special, but you know, it's just, okay, they're doing this stuff. Let's have some fun. And then we get a big sort of bombshell on us at the end. Yeah. Um, I like that big surprise at the end and I like that it was more, classic Lupin, and it was possibly the best episode of the season, but um, that's not saying much (laughs) because it hasn't been a great season, but yeah, um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was was pretty good. Okay, so then we have one Piece episodes 567 to 568. Um, <clears throat> uh, what is this? Okay. So, uh, the bad guys have been being beaten, but they still have to deal with the, uh, the ship, the, the, the Noah that's going to, um, hit the island. Uh, and Luffy's trying to punch it and stuff, uh, but he's, um, like really hurting himself. But then, uh, Shira. Hoshi manages to summon the Sea Kings because I think it was established she could call them before but wasn't able to control it, but I guess she does it. And they just um, show up and then they manage to... uh, uh, And then they, since they're these giant things, basically, just stop the whole thing. Um, Then they... I can remember the... Oh, right, now I'm remembering the second episode. So, every, so that's all taken care of. But Luffy's lost a bunch of blood, so he needs a transfusion. And no, and because they that was made legal or something by stuff from before, and everyone's nervous about it. But Jimbei's like, okay, fine, here I'll do it. Um, and so then uh, he's like, because hey, I'm one of the seven warlords anyway. The laws don't apply to me. Uh, and so then we get a very lengthy uh, sequence in which the blood is transferred. <laughs> <laughs> that look I meant, I noticed that the blood going through the um like the uh I don't know the tube from Jimbei to Luffy when it's doing uh that it looked kind of like a loading bar on a computer and mm-hmm. yeah it did look like that it also kind of felt like one too and um, yeah and then finally, Luffy's like, hey, I want you to join uh, my crew. And Jimmy said, sounds like a plan, but can we wait maybe 400 episodes? I've got some stuff to do. Well, okay, he doesn't say that part. It just ends with Luffy asking him, but... Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask. Like, do they come back to Fishman Island, and that's how he joins the crew? Um, no, no. They keep going on. It's 
so it's a little complicated because I there's kind of a big gap of One Piece I don't know too much about because I kind of got back into reading the manga at a later point. Uh, uh, but he, I know he doesn't join now. I know he shows up again later for some other reasons and that and helps them and then he officially joins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I guess I kind of spoiled some stuff on there. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what he does say here. I mean, I know he doesn't, but I don't know if he, uh, like, you know, says I have to do some stuff or whatever. But uh, yeah. So that's our One Piece episodes, which, um, uh, I'm sorry, I keep saying it. It was two episodes that felt like one. It was better, though. I mm-hmm. felt like these episodes were a lot better than the ones we've been getting. And um, particularly that first episode with the Sea Kings. Although the question is, I have, is how long is Sea Kings just going to sit there and hold that thing up? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, it's great that they decided to stop it, but uh, if they're going to be stuck there if they want to avoid ever having that, you know, crash down. So that's something I did not understand. Um, and then the other thing was the type, what kind of blood did they say movie had like type F or something? It was E or F. It was one of those. And, yeah, that was uh, really weird. That, and it just so happened that Jinbei is the only person who had that kind of blood. Well, so there were other people. Well, there were none of the straw hats who were there. None of the humans apparently had it. Some of the other mer- like fishmen were, but were nervous about giving it to him. And Jinbei was just the one who stepped forward and was willing to do it of them. I see. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I do agree. It was more interesting. And, um, I, I guess because they put the, I'll be fair. since so they did put the padding and stuff on the less important stuff. It made it so that the more important stuff itself didn't feel as padded. Um, mm-hmm. so you're like, okay, this is interesting. I'm liking this. Okay. There, um, Okay, I'm gonna, and then okay, they're doing the blood transfusion. I guess I'll just wait for this loading bar to clear. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so there we go with that. That's one piece, and I guess we can move on to the stuff we watched that was not on Toonami. We got uh, the se- end of season three of Kaguya-sama Love is War. So they end up, um, so, um, <clears throat> so Shirogane's up on, like, the roof, and Kaguya finds him, and they talk, and, uh, he mentions, hey, I got accepted to stand for, for it. I think you can get into it. I got a recommendation letter for you. Do you want to come with me? And she's like, oh, well, okay. And, uh, then they ult, uh, and Shirogane also does, uh, ironically interrupting Kaguya from giving an actual confession <laughs> um sets off that uh big balloon thing of the heart-shaped um balloons and uh then she, yeah uh 
No, no, I think he did that, and then she agrees to go to Stanford. Anyway, then she uh, actually apparent uh, uh, kisses him, and um, that so uh, so that was a step forward, I guess. Um, there's uh, some wacky stuff where she's talking to Hayasaka afterwards, and uh, then. Uh, the episode kind of ends with uh, not entirely clear exactly what they're going to do about this new situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought this was a really, really good, a really good um, lead up to the end where everything that had been done was in preparation for this big moment. And um, it was a very satisfying conclusion. I thought, I think they got this thing perfectly. Um, The only thing I didn't like is that there were all those interruptions by characters who I couldn't care less about. (laughs) Surprisingly, like Chica, like wasn't really even in most of those scenes. She was in one at the very end, but it was like, look, if you're going to end this show, you can't just end it with, without giving something on her, which they finally did at the very end. But um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this final episode. I thought it was a fitting conclusion and I'm glad that they, <laughs> well, they confess without confessing. So um, I'm sure that would be the object of anything else that happens after this is that now that they're doing that, now they have to actually say the words or whatever. There has to be some hook to keep things going. But I don't know. In in any case, I thought this was really good. So, yeah, no complaints here. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was good. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see more. Uh, although we're not continuing with the another season, at least not yet. They're going to have a movie that'll continue the next um, part. Uh, I don't know exactly when it'll be released or if it'll be released. Well, I assume it'll be released in English, but I don't know if it'll if it's one of those ones where they'll actually have the English version in theaters or if it'll just go to Crunchyroll or when our opportunity to watch it will be. Mo- movies mm-hmm. make just get things so confusing this way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's like much easier in Japan or whatever, but in the U.S., it, sometimes you just got to wait for it to be put on a streaming service and sometimes you can see it right away or whatever. I... Um, Let's see. I'm not sure how it went for previous movies. I think, I think the Demon Slayer movie was released to U.S. theaters. You know, obviously just for like you know not like a large amount of time, but it was available. Um, didn't it actually get? Um, didn't it actually win the box office in the U.S. the weekend it was released? But of course, that was when like. That was like at almost the height of COVID, so there was like almost no, so there was like practically no competition because everything else got delayed. <laughs> uh, but still, that was something. So I think that was really subbed and dubbed. But, but yes, for the end of the season, this was pretty good. Uh, earlier on in the season, I remember saying, "Man, I wish we'd get some real plot progression," and uh, then we got the plot progression here in a big <laughs> way. 
Um, oh, one other comment I wanted to make. The part at the end where Kaguya is talking with um, Hayasaka about it, and both the way she's talked, the like her tone of voice and stuff, and even what she's saying reminded me a lot of Anya from Spy Family. Like the way she's just kind of talking like a little um, kid and like sounds confused about a bunch of stuff. I, that was kind of um, that that was a bit uh, that that was so that was funny the way they did that. Although unfortunately it actually made it so I couldn't. I had very big difficulties understanding what some of her lines were. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, um, let's see. Uh, anything else uh, to say about it? No, that was, it was just a, a satisfying conclusion. That's the best way I can put it. Okay. Um, yeah, we got that. Now, wait, did I say this was episode, um, 37? I, I think it might have been a different, um, one than that. Did I forget to increase these? No, it was 37. Okay, never mind. I'm just being mm-hmm. stupid. Okay. So, after that, then we have um, Rent-A-Girlfriend, which, um, well, you want to say what you told me at the start, of, before we started recording? Yeah, so, um, I just kind of, I got very interested at the end of this episode for this week, so I was like, I'll just watch the next one, and then... I decided I just marathoned it for about five episodes, and um, I'm ahead now, a little too far ahead, but um, basically, um, well, I I don't want to give away anything that happens um, beyond this episode, so I'll just talk about this episode. Basically, um, Kazuya's big goal was to uh, say that he broke up with Chizuru, but then his friend uh, (laughs) convinces him to try to make up with Chizuru, and and he gives them tickets to the ferry, and... So, a fairy. I don't even know what a fairy is. Um, so, they, they go on this fairy ride, and Kazuya gets a phone call from his former girlfriend, and she wants him to come, but he's now stuck on the fairy ride with Chizuru, and... Then at the end of the episode, Chizuru, well, <laughs> I I was interested because I was like, did she really just try to commit suicide? And I can tell you that no, she didn't commit suicide. She was just seasick. But um, she falls off the ferry and that's where the episode ends. Yeah, it's um, it's weird that they would have. Maybe it's more of a Japanese thing, or maybe they have them in the U.S. and I didn't notice. But I always thought that the, a ferry, you get on the ferry because you're trying to go someplace. Uh, like uh, uh, like that was the point 
of it. You get on the ferry, and it takes you someplace, and then you get off. You know, like like a plane, essentially. And I thought they were especially used for um for like cars. Like you know, you if you want to cross something over water in your car, but there's not a row uh, like a road, or it would take too long to do it, you would need um you would go on a ferry. Like I assume that's how people go from uh uh Panama to South America because. Actually, this is something interesting. There is, um, you can't drive from Panama into South America. There's a part of the jungle that there isn't any road, um, in. It's not possible to drive from, like, the top of North America to the bottom of South America because of that gap. Um, so I think they use ferries there. And I think, but, and so I'm confused. I'm like, is ferries, are those, like, a thing you do for fun? I thought that it was it was just something you went on to, like, uh, you know, travel to someplace. Not like a... I thought, like, if you were just going on it for fun, that would be like a cruise ship or something. But maybe they're called ferries, and I'm just being really dumb. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's a translation type of thing, you know? Like, they don't know what else to call it in English, so they just call it a ferry. I don't know. But yeah, your your definition is kind of the one I envisioned too. So, um, yeah. Um, but I, I will say I don't know how she fell off the ship. <laughs> like, even if you get really sick, uh, you probably won't be standing near the edge of the ship. But I confirmed through the next episode that it's not a suicide attempt. So um, <laughs> I guess that's what happened. So Well, I, I, she had been looking sick throughout the episode. So I just assumed like she like, you know, it was she like passed out or something and fell as a result because she just happened to be right um, like near the edge of it right when that happened because um, like... There are so many coincidences in this show. <laughs> it, 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 it's like it, that seems to like kind of be the name of the game for this sort of series, though. I remember when I saw watch some of a couple of cuckoos, I was like, "Wow, there are a lot of coincidences in this show." Like, although they nothing quite as extreme as, "Hey, we got these two kids accidentally switched at birth, and they were even though they're the opposite gender, and you think one of their parents would have been aware of it." Like, like I'm just thinking, "Yeah, uh, excuse me, nurse. I'm pretty sure I gave birth to a girl." Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. But that's a different show entirely. What show is that? That was called A Couple of Cuckoos. It uh, aired mm. um, last... It was another sort of harem comedy series. It uh, aired... Well, it started last season and it's continuing in this season. I I, it, I, I, um, I watched, I think, maybe five episodes of it but then dropped it because there were things I was more interested in because, you know, that was my thing where it's like, okay, let's watch some episodes of all the shows. Let's drop them as we go on until I get to maybe, you know, a lower number that's uh, more manageable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'll be talking about the stuff about I to watch this season um, later. But uh, first, uh, anything else you wanted to say about that or anything else? Uh, yeah, I wanted to say that I watched the next episode of Birdie Wing, which now, <laughs> which 
Well, now it gets crazy. So basically, Eve finishes uh, like Ali finishes like tied with Eve, but for some reason, Eve's score doesn't count towards the tournament. So, uh, so Ali wins the trophy, and Eve just kind of uh, gets mad because she thinks Ali let her win. And then all of a sudden, that woman who is with Eve kind of just like takes her in the car, and boom, they're out of there, and they zoom out. And then it's like Evangelion. They go down like six stories underground where that red-haired woman, Catherine, has this whole thing set up with a automated golf course underground where she pushes a button and all these things happen. It is so crazy when you see it. it, it it's like all these bizarre things like water uh, rusting off dams and stuff. I mean, it, it was just ridiculous. And it all, she pushes the button and it creates a golf course. And then she, she has some crazy girl to compete against in the underground golf thing where now they have to play each other and the person she's playing against like has it rigged so that all her shots go offline and she has she figures it out and like you figures it out and is able to beat her but I mean it, it's just crazy uh, the twist that this episode took. And now my question is, are they ever going to like go back to like normal golf or, or is the show going to be all about this underground mafia world that we're suddenly introduced to? I don't know. I found it weirdly entertaining. So uh, I guess that's a good thing. But um, I could see why people kind of like uh, feel a little like the show really changed. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I actually did watch this episode, which uh, maybe I should have told you earlier, but I didn't <laughs> have a, a chance to really um, mention it. Yeah, this was I, when I watched this, I was like thinking, oh, yeah, so this is a part where it goes crazy. Yeah. Um, it was like under we have an underground transforming golf course um that uh like do i need oh and she go okay that's already pretty silly then she goes up against someone who apparently who i don't know if she's we're supposed to see her as a vampire but she certainly got the fangs uh for some reason so yeah it, it just gets yeah, um, weird. Uh, I don't know if we'll continue with the underground stuff, but the next, the preview for the next one at least made it look like we were going to go into VR next episode. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, I, I might be keeping up with that or 
not uh we'll we'll see i want i, I want to I, I will try to at least catch up a bit to you with rent a girlfriend um mm -hmm. uh unless i decide i absolutely hate it midway along the way and then mm -hmm. i'll say uh no let's uh watch mm -hmm. something else we'll uh see and oh all uh, right uh i need to mention we were we i should have said this at the start i am sorry to any listeners we were we mentioned we were going to watch the Heavens Feel Fate Stay Night movie, the first one. Uh, unfortunately, um, we ran into technical problems there and weren't able to do it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, uh, and since you're busy for the next week or so, we're going to have to put down on break for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. The last thing I will say is. Something that kind of seemed kind of stupid in the episode is so the plot is okay. So Eve tells Aoi, was that her name? They, they Aoi, uh, yeah, Aoi, yeah. Like they that. they agree. Okay, so uh, tomorrow morning we'll go to the golf course and we'll play a bunch of games of golf before you have to leave uh, on your plane. But then because Eve ended up going to that other place, she's not able to get there back in time. And, you mm -hmm. know, I always all like sad and stuff. And, well, she leaves her golf ball there and writes liar on it, which <laughs> so uh, that well, that was that was one of the things that doesn't make sense because there's two possibilities. Either Eve legitimately just said, eh, I don't feel like it or she was just literally unable to make it. So. Mm -hmm. If she deci decided she wasn't going to go, she wouldn't see that. And if she yeah. was delayed or whatever and got there and saw it, then she obviously wasn't like being a liar. She, it wasn't her fault. So that that's literally only being insulting if she was trying to make it. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is I'm thinking, why couldn't she have just called her to tell her hey uh i ran into some problems i had to go t underground to fight this transforming uh, to play in this uh transforming golf course against a vampire long story and uh <laughs> so if you could like so i'm going to be maybe an hour or two late i'd you know that sort of explanation because <laughs> even if she doesn't know Ali's phone number uh, which seems weird because you think they would have traded it, I guess. But mm -hmm. she could have called the golf course place and said, hey, uh, there's someone waiting for me. Can you go over there and give them this message? It, it just seemed very obvious ways to communicate this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so. So that was. Uh, so that was that series then. Um. Okay, do you want to move into the top three stuff? Yeah. Yeah, so for my top three of the week, I'm going with Kaguya-sama at the number one spot and Birdie Wing with the second spot and Rena Girlfriend with the third spot. Let's see. Uh, well, for me, I would... Yeah, Kaguya-sama wins. It has to. Um, after that, I think I would put, I'm just thinking one piece. And after that, you know, I, I feel like I need to give it a little bit. I think I'll put loop on there because I kind of feel like 
I don't know. I feel like I'm grading on a scale without I'm saying, well, you know, you weren't the greatest. And, you know, if this was a better season, maybe you wouldn't make it. But I'm glad that you're not doing all this, that, that you're more interesting now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So we had um that stuff. Birdie, I, I don't even know. Uh, like, Rent-A-Girlfriend had some funny bits, definitely. And, um... Birdie Wing, I don't even know what I think about the episode. I, I'm trying to think, like, there was certainly so crazy, it was kind of fun, but I, I don't know if I should be giving it points for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, yeah, that's all those, uh, all the stuff we watched then. So, we were, uh, another thing, um, we were planning to check to start replace Kaguya-sama with something but in the view that the series that we're thinking of um, replacing with uh we were kind of hoping to watch dubbed but we don't have the dubs out for them yet because um it seems Crunchyroll is deciding we're going to release everything dubbed except for the stuff that the people who are on this podcast were most interested in watching mm-hmm. uh so we'll see what we do with that. Uh, maybe we'll pick something else, or maybe it'll be available. We'll we'll see. It, it's fine because there's going to be some busyness next um, week anyway for us. So uh, that actually ends up working fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So did you want me to um, go through that um, uh, quick uh, <coughs> thing about all of the? Uh, stuff that I watched for the summer. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll try to be a bit quick rather than just going on and on like I did before. So mm-hmm. what I just did is I just went to one of those bracket making sites. I seeded them according to what their ratings were on my anime up list and just went like, okay, so the things in the first round, I watch one episode, I pick which one I like the most, that goes to the next round. For the second round, there were two series that got buys into um that for the record. I watched two a second episode of those series and then I go into that one and then we'll just end up with four and from those four we'll end up picking uh like what series we're uh going to go uh with. So I'll just try to go through some of them um kind of quick. We had uh <clears throat> Uh, Shinon Bakumatsu Bad Boy. I want to mention, I only watched the stuff on Crunchyroll. I haven't seen the stuff from the other, um, series. I only watched a new series, and no, I didn't, um, watch, uh, what was it called? Um, like, Harrowing the Labyrinth of Another World, because that was a series I could tell pretty quickly, no, I'm not going to like this, <laughs> so let's not even bother. Um, so... Yeah, so we had Shine On, Bakumatsu, Bad Boys. It's about these, um, I can't remember when it was. I think it was like the 19th century or something. There were a bunch of guy, kind of criminals, who end up kind of having uh, to be, have their executions be spared. They end up having to pre- pretend to be these other guys um, uh, and like help with stuff. And I don't, it was okay. There, Some of the guys were kind of a little fun, um, uh, fun but that... You know, I realize I'm doing these in the wrong thing. I should first go through the stuff that failed in the first round, and that one actually made it through. So uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to go. I apologize. but So that was actually one, uh, but that lasted something. I'm going to restart. One moment. Okay, so we had Yure Deco, which is apparently um, a weird... It's supposed to be some sort of loose science fiction adaptation of The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, I think. <laughs> um, 
by which I mean, like, the, the characters aren't named that at all, but I could see at least from the episode, yeah, I can see how that might be a reference to that. It's like some weird thing where everyone has these sort of eye things to let them see stuff, but apparently there might be some sense string going on, there's this weird kid that doesn't, uh, like, isn't affected by um, it, and I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was kind of weird, and it, it didn't really manage to keep my interest enough. Um, we had... Ex uh, stream hearts, which is apparently, this is a weird one. They're doing, of course, the extreme sports, uh, thing. But the weird, uh, thing is apparently this tur sports tournament is for people who are trying to become idols. So, I, 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 it's weird. And I, I can, if someone wants wackiness, maybe they'd enjoy it more than I did. Um, let's see, um... <clears throat> Uh, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Uh, I've heard a lot of praise about the manga this was based on. Uh, the anime, everyone has been saying, is like a very bad adaptation of it. Like, uh, like I've seen some people say, okay, well, like there's some of the strengths of the source materials are decent, but uh, this series definitely has some pretty bad animation. Um, and uh, like, to the point that I noticed that. Me! I am like, unless the animation is tip-top perfect or really bad, I just don't notice it. Mm -hmm. Um, there was, uh, Teppin Laughing Till You Cry, which is just a kind of series about people telling some comedy story stuff. Um, uh, probably the most notable thing about this is that the second episode was canceled and never aired because it was some a weird thing. It was going to be some story about assassination uh, stuff, and uh, it was going to air two days after Shinzo Abe got assassinated, so they took that off very quickly. But now we'll never um, see that one. There's Shoot Goal to the Future, a soccer uh, uh, thing that's about... Um, that's kind of a sequel to this older anime series. It like it takes place later, and it's about people going to the school that the cast of the original series went to. So there's a kind of a new generation. One of the older guys is returning to be the coach of that, which I never saw the original series. Um, but I've heard it's better than this, which I didn't like because the main character is very unlikable. It's just this weird thing. It's almost kind of funny. Because he apparently was super traumatized by this, like, experience where, um, how did it go? He was, like, a really great player and the and was kind of haughty and full of himself. And the team didn't really like him. So, you know, they were there's a point where they weren't really giving him support. And apparently, which actually was kind of part of the backstory of Kageyama and Haikyuu, which handled it much better. But unlike where Haikyuu, where Kageyama just kind of became a bit extra sullen about it, this guy it legitimately, it portrays it almost as if this was like some kind of PTSD moment for him. It's, I don't know, he's just not, he wasn't very likable, it was over the top. Uh, then we got Smile of the Arse Notoria, which is basically this, uh, which is, this is a weird one. So, um, what have the bulk of this series is this episode is just a bunch of these like you know girls who are going to some magical school and then they're just talking about stuff. It would kind of be like, oh, it's Lucky Star, if it, except if the girls were at a magical school and it was also a lot less interesting and entertaining. 
But then in like the last minute, it suddenly cuts to like this thing where there's these like there's like this big conflict between these things and like people are being executed and there there's this fighting and you're like, okay, that took a weird turn. But what did this have to do with anything else in the episode? Mm hmm. And I w looked at some reactions. Apparently, they do that in the next two episodes where they have these different things and we have no idea what they have to do with each other. I assume they'll interact eventually, but it wasn't enough to keep my interest. It's, uh, you know, there is a series, this sort of last-minute sudden swerve to dark. There was this other anime series that aired a while ago called... Um, I mean, I guess this is kind of a spoiler for the first episode, but I figure at this point... If you, ha if you ever were going to watch the show, you would have been spoiled on this. Uh, it was called School Live. And the first episode is basically about uh, these girls and they're at school and they're part members of the Live at School Club, which involves, well, staying at school and not ever going home. And it's a, I didn't see the first episode of this. I did look at the first chapter of the manga um, quick, and apparently the anime uh, like pads that out with some other stuff that I think foreshadows things. The important thing is that we find out in the big twist at the end of the episode that, uh, no, this is, um, every, the, a lot of the stuff we saw, uh, no, is actually kind of this one character hallucinating. The actual truth is that a zombie apocalypse has occurred. She and some of the other girls are hiding out at the school to avoid being eaten and the main character has literally not been able to accept the whole thing so she's hallucinated this whole um world and the others came up with the whole live at school club so they could you know so that she wouldn't leave the school and get eaten by the zombies and you're like okay that's a very sudden twist from what previously was kind of a dull um like comedy thing but it worked, from what I understand, because it recontextualizes everything you saw, rather than, okay, here's some fun, here's some, like, shenanigans. Okay, well, people are dying. What does this have to do with anything? I don't know. <laughs> I, I spent so much time on that. It's just because it was just such a weird thing, and they're not connected. I could, like, that was the end, the thing that made School Live, the opening, memorable to people. The fact it recontextualizes everything and makes you think, hey, maybe I should rewatch this with this knowledge and see what I pick up on. Whereas this, it could be like, we don't even know technically that they're related. It could be a different part of the world. You could theoretically show a sitcom and then say, Oh, um, and then in the last like minute of the show say, okay, so now let's cut over to some like, you know, um, war going on in the world and see a bunch of people dying. Yeah. It, it was just weird. And, um, that kind of trick is not enough to make me keep going. Whew, okay, <clears throat> continuing on to the stuff that made it the second round lost. Uh, I discussed Shine On Bakumatsu Bad Boys. That was, uh, I mean, everyone did seem kind of cliche, but at least was kind of a little enjoyable, but, you know, lost out. Um, there was Engage Kiss, a kind of, this was a weird um, one. It's about guys who, um, uh, they were fighting demons or devils or something and it's one of those um except he um is with i'm having trouble even describing um this series now that i think about it. it it is it um is one of those ones where where you got the main character who is not very likable and with um and other 
things and i don't know it was kind of a bit of a trashy thing because it's like oh how do you um power up like one of them oh well you just gotta kiss them yay i mean i guess that's way less you could have gotten more explicit but there were some suggestions of that so i don't know it was kind of fun in some ways but also not so interesting um and uh Golly, I don't even know how to describe this series. For some reason, it's just drawing a blank in me, but it wasn't um, great for me. Uh, the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting is a thing about a guy who ends up getting told by who works for the Yakuza, and his boss tells him, hey, watch over my granddaughter or, uh, uh, to, so that you like develop a little more sense of empathy or something. I don't know. Didn't It didn't work that well for me. Um, <clears throat> then... There was Parallel World Pharmacy, another isekai um, series. Um, you know, there's like four series, two of which aren't weren't on this list, that uh, have like the word isekai in their name. And it's weird because it's translated differently in all the English ones. So like this one was um, Parallel... Uh, let me... Um, let me just double check to make sure I'm looking at the Japanese um, names. Um... Right. Uh, uh, quick, say something um, witty while I check. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Me come up with something? I don't think I can. Okay, but... that was perfectly witty. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, uh, we've... Um, so, yeah, so we have Parallel World Pharmacy. Original Japanese name. Isekai Yakioku. So, um... <laughs> And by the way, for some reason, this apparently is a subgenre. I can name three shows, including this, that have the premise of a character wanting to open up a pharmacy in a fantasy world. There was this. Really? Yeah, there's this. There's Banished from the Heroes Party, so I decided to live a quiet life in the countryside, which wasn't technically Isekai. That was just like a. That was because there wasn't. Um, but, you know, it was an alternate fantasy world still. Um, and then there was. Uh, Drugstore in Another World, The Slow Life of a Cheat Pharmacist, or something like that. So, yeah, there's like three. Se this is the third series that has that. Yeah, I heard of that second one you said, uh, Another World in a Pharmacy or something. Yeah, I, I don't know much about that um, one, but I, I could notice. I'm thinking we've got three series with this premise. Why? <laughs> Um, so anyway, the, I was just going to, actually, I'll talk about this one quick. So it's about this brilliant pharmacist who, um, dies from overwork and gets, uh, uh, well, he, it's, it's like a sentence of a bookworm in which he just kind of apparently takes over someone's body, uh, like, mm -hmm. uh, after they got struck by lightning. So I guess it's going to be like, it's like that where the original person died and he just got zapped into their body. But, unlike mine, he gets transported to a world where it seems that all of his knowledge of pharmacy is actually really useful. Because apparently, uh, the way magic works is you have to understand what things are built are made of. And uh, it's at least implied from the two episodes I saw before uh, stopping that, oh, he's super great at this because he actually knows all this stuff on the sub-molecular level in a way other people don't. So it did kind of seem like, oh, wow, this would have been like if mine got transported into a world where literally, like, your power level is based on how much you read. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so what I was saying. So that was Isekai Yakioku, translated as Parallel World. Then there's mm. then there's another series, uh, this was on High Dive, called My Isekai Life. They didn't even translate it, just My Isekai Life. <laughs> Full name, by the way, is My Isekai Life. I gained a second character class and became the strongest sage in the world. Then it should have to have such a long name. <laughs> some a bunch of some isekai series just do that. I it's my understanding the reason a lot of these are like this is because a lot of a lot of light novels started out on um I can't remember what the name was. There's this there's this Japanese site where you can post your fiction uh, stuff. Uh, and um, it's a really popular site. It's I can't remember what it's called, but it's original. Thing. It, it would kind of be like a fanfiction.net or wherever people go mm-hmm. now. I think I think Wattpad is where people go now. So mm-hmm. kind of maybe like that, except I think it's uh, um, except the s- stories that get their pop that are popular there. A lot of those get made into actual light novels, and then event some of them anime. Like uh, I think that time I got reincarnated as a slime. I think it started like that. This. Uh, series um, also a lot of them are like that and the thing about those ser- about that is you need to get people's attention to look at your um, series so of course you have this lengthy title that tells them everything about it to get them interested in it mm-hmm. um, that's why like uh, 86 that was a light novel series but it didn't start on as like a web novel series like those other ones were so I was able to just say hey I'm just going to have a simple title Mm-hmm. I think Konosuba was like that also, or did it start as a web novel? I can't remember. Anyway, so we have, then we got that mention, Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World. Okay, that's got Isekai in there, and it's called Another World. And then we have Uncle from Another World, which actually <laughs> apparently, which I've heard is actually decent, but it's on Netflix. Uh, the premise of that one apparently is that this guy wakes up from this uh, so he's been in this coma for like 17 years. And then he comes, wakes up out of it. And it turned out that he was like isekai'd that whole time. So he's back. And he's finished his like 17 year isekai adventure. Except uh, he actually still has his power. So it wasn't just a dream. And apparently it's a comedy series about him trying to get back to, you know, deal with all of like the changes that have happened then. Like him. Like, apparently there's stuff like you're saying, okay, so, who's winning the console wars now? Is it Sega? Mm-hmm. You know, gags like that. Um, right. So, yeah, so we have the same word, isekai, except it's translated as parallel world in one, just isekai in another, and then in the last one's another world. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, so, wow, this really takes longer than I thought. But um, the last thing I wanted to say about Feral World Pharmacy is that the main character, his name in the alternate world is Pharma de Medicis. <laughs> and when I say Pharma, I want to mention it is written P-H-A-R-M-A. Like, okay, you kind of got a little, you know, on the nose there. <laughs> So those are those um, series. The other four ones I had <clears throat> that we were considering, and we kind of narrowed it down to two. I'll just say them. Uh, there was um, 
Black Summoner, which actually wasn't that great, but it got uh, matched up against two weaker series, so it made it. And that's, uh, hey, it's an Isekai series where the guy comes over and he's overpowered and he manages to beat everything. Not, um, w uh, it's not... The first two episodes left me some hope that maybe it would, like, go in a... It, it had potential, and then I was curious and watched the third, and I'm like, okay, no, well, let, let's not bother with this series anymore. Um, so then there was also My Stepmom's Daughter is My Ex, which is a series about these two uh, people who used to date, but then they broke up. But then their parents, um, like, uh, fell in love and got married, so now they're brother and sister, and, you know, the stuff that emerges from the weird situation they're in. Um, the first episode was really great. Better, the, probably the best first episode of the series I watched. The second episode was very, was pretty bad. Uh, so, uh, I don't know how it goes after that, but that was a bit uneven. Uh, uh, there's like Chorus Recoil, which seems to be the best reviewed and most popular of the new series on um, this one. It's, um, uh -huh. well, I only watched the first two episodes, but it uh, is kind of about these, um, mm. sorry, were you saying something? No, no. Oh. It's about this, uh, like, secret group that's, like, you know, stopping crimes and um, stuff and keeping things peaceful and it was a little unclear whether we were supposed to see this as morally gray or the good guys because it seemed at first it was going morally gray but then it seemed like they're the good guys so I don't really know it definitely was interesting and hey uh and uh for some reason all the agents seem to be cute girls uh so um I don't know maybe in universes for PR I mean we know why they got picked it for the anime and then there's Ruby Ice Queendom which uh <coughs> So far, was is just apparently a sort of abbreviated adaptation of the early stuff of Ruby, and then it's going off in some new direction, which I didn't see because I only saw the first two episodes of these so far. We'll probably be picking something from those last two, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Like I said, it's still up in the air. And that's all the stuff that I watched for this season. I can say that compared to last season and the season before that, um, this wasn't really that great of a season for new anime. Yeah. Um, on the whole. So that's all the um, stuff. I mean, there were there were some series that were decent, but for the most part, I'm, I'm really only, there's really only like a few that I would say were real standouts. Uh, I, everyone's saying, oh, all the new big stuff is coming in September. Mm -hmm. Or whenever the, um, no, not September. Would it be September or is it October, the stuff that's premiering? I don't know, something like that. So there's all my random stuff. I don't know if it was interesting at all or not. Um, it was interesting. Did you have any questions about anything? Yeah, that light chorus recoil. Like, what's that all about? Um, so basically, like I said, there's... What, what was the name of the um, organization? Was it just like chorus recoil or was that the name of the sort of... Um, okay, now I remember. <laughs> there... Uh, there's um, this um, group, like I said, of a bunch of, uh, like, basically young, uh, I think, uh, of mostly kind of younger assassin people who basically, you know, kill people to prevent crimes uh, while making, so that everything seems like there's no actual crimes or anything. And uh, one of them ends up being overly, uh, like, daring in something, you know, uh, taking a, need a possibly needless risk, which does work 
out, but uh, then their superiors are annoyed at them. And this character is kind of one of the more like overly serious ones. So she gets reassigned to work with this com this really strong agent, but who's also like super cheerful and kind of carefree about everything. So hey, fun stuff, clash of personalities, mm -hmm. and stuff. Um. Like I said, I because we might be watching this, I made sure to not go past two episodes. Uh, but okay. uh, um, for that, <clears throat> we we we'll be doing this or Ruby Ice Queendom probably. That that was what we were looking uh, for. I, I guess we'll see what goes. It might just be hey, which one bothers to put up their dub first? <laughs> or maybe we'll watch them subtitled. Who knows? This is the beauty of it. We don't have to commit to anything. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's them. Uh, anything else? No, that's about it. Yep, so that's my summary of the um, stuff. Uh, I do think like Chorus Recoil and Ruby were probably the ones that I at least found the most interesting. Uh, Parallel World Pharmacy seemed okay, but uh, I got a little disinterested because there's like man they put in a lot of medical jargon especially in the second episode but i might give it another try we'll see mm. it was definitely the best of the isekai series that i it's my understanding that of the isekai series the new ones at least uh this it, it was the best for this season um of the new ones, at least. I mean, I've seen a bunch of people like saying, oh, Overlord is back, and that's good. Well, I didn't really like Overlord that much, but maybe mm -hmm. it did get better. I don't know. Uh, I saw a lot of people say the first season was the best. But, yeah. Okay, so that's my lengthy exposition of all the stuff. I think I managed to keep it a little shorter than last time, although I did go off on some needless digressions. Okay. All right, so for next week, we'll just uh, be back for more of the Toonami stuff, and uh, we won't be adding new stuff yet. Uh, we'll, uh, I'll see if I catch up to you uh, with Rent-A-Girlfriend or not. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's a little up in the air, I guess. So uh, we'll definitely be here at least for some of the stuff that we uh, watch. I apologize for things being a bit uncertain. Things are just a bit uncertain right now, but hopefully... After a week or two, we'll be able to get back to a more stable schedule. Mm -hmm. All right. See you next week. Bye, me.